episode number 113. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor-Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So sometimes we get stuck with other people, and sometimes we do a really good job at getting stuck on things all on our own. And this week is that kind of story, the one where no one else is involved except you and your mind, which, by the way, is the best storyteller in the world, your mind, honestly. If you're ever looking for some really cheap entertainment, all you need to do is take a stop and watch your mind go. It's one of the greatest shows on earth, what goes on in there. I can't speak for you, I'll just speak for myself, but that's what I see. And by the way, I don't at all say that as a bad thing, I just say that as a matter of fact. That's what the mind does, it thinks and it reacts and it judges and it tells lots and lots and lots of stories. So here's my story for this week. I'm almost 46 years old, and up until about four years ago, I didn't color my hair. I started going gray probably in my late 20s, is my guess. I mean, not a full head of gray, but like little pieces here and there. Maybe it was my early 30s. I don't quite remember. All I know is when I had my fourth child, I was about 37, I was already like salt and pepper. And I actually really liked it. It didn't really bother me. Maybe it bothered me a little bit, but I, if I'm being honest, I think it bothered me more when I was caring about what other people thought about me, about how I looked, than what I really cared about what I thought about myself and how I looked. So anyway, my daughter at the time, she was probably nine or so, And she was attending a school where the mothers of her friends were coloring their hair. And it bothered my daughter that I appeared old in her eyes, way older than her friend's mom's. And she told me. She actually cried to me. It bothered her that much. And I was like, I like how I look. And this is natural. And I don't want to color my hair. And she would cry, but you look old. You don't look like a mom. You look like a grandmother. (laughs) And this went on for a few years, actually. It wasn't every day, but it was enough for me to ask myself, am I stuck? And so I took myself through the stuck method and I checked in with myself. I mean, maybe I was stuck on that. I had to be natural. And maybe I had judgment on coloring my hair And maybe I had judgment on other people who color their hair. I hadn't really thought of it before as a stuck spot. So I took myself through the method to check in. I actually shared that story in my book, so I won't share all the details now. But what I will tell you is that the result of that getting unstuck process was that I considered being open to trying to color my hair and see. And even though my husband was totally fine with me not coloring my hair, I decided one summer to give it a try. I even have a picture of my daughter and I in the bathroom of my parents' home where I grew up because we were on a trip to visit my family when I colored my hair for the first time. 
And I thought my daughter would like to join me in on that process. And so we colored my hair together, a really fun project, actually. And then I looked in the mirror after I took a shower, and I was like, whoa, who is that young woman in the mirror? Honestly, I was like, wow, you look so much younger with colored hair. (laughs) And that was it. For the next four years, every three weeks or so, I've been coloring my hair. And not from a place of pressure, but from a place of joy. I mean, I can't really say I love doing the coloring every three weeks, but I have enjoyed looking young because of the color. But as I'm maturing, I know I'm only 46, but still I'm feeling a deep sense of maturing happening in me, not just physically, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually, like a deep wisdom is budding from within me. And I started feeling a tug to stop coloring my hair. Besides the hassle of coloring it, I just started feeling like this colored hair, it's just not me. And it's not a judgment about whether people shouldn't color their hair or they should color their hair. I'm just saying for me, even though I'm still under 50, I don't know, I I just want my hair to be however my hair is. Which, to be honest, after four years, I don't even know what color it is. Is it salt and pepper? Is it totally white? I have no idea what's under there. (laughs) But on the other hand, what are people going to say? I'm going to look very, very different than I do now. And it's going to be a shock for many people. And maybe it'll make people feel uncomfortable to see me like that. On the other hand, why should I care? It's my hair. It's my life. Why should I care what others think? On the other hand, I don't want my other kids who are younger than my daughter, who's the oldest in the family, to have the same experience that she did. On the other hand, I am aging. On the other hand, I'm only 46. On the other hand, my daughter, who now attends a school in a new and kind of earthy, crunchy kind of community, she sees women who don't color their hair. In that community, everyone is gray. Honestly, I don't think I know one parent there who doesn't color her hair. And so she's actually kind of gotten used to it, and she now sees the beauty in it. But my boys don't go to that school, and they're not exposed to that. On the other hand, in my community where I live, even though I'm considered one of the older moms, there are moms just a few years younger than me who are choosing not to color their hair, and so they are going salt and pepper, and so I wouldn't be alone. The greatest show on earth. (laughs) Can you see it? Can you see my mind? It just won't settle. It just goes on and on and on because why? It's stuck. And so I take it through the stuck method to get unstuck. S. I take a stop. T. I tell myself that I'm stuck on indecision, but... Indecision really isn't an emotion. So if I had to choose an emotion, I would say I'm stuck on fear. And I think what's happening is that I'm resisting feeling the fear. And in order to get unstuck, what we need to do with our emotions is actually allow ourselves 
to feel whatever emotion we are feeling. And so I'm allowing myself to feel the fear. You, what did I uncover? Well, that I'm going to look terrible. Other people won't like it. My kids are going to hate it. My husband's not going to like it. It's going to be a stupid decision. I'm going to look 60 years old. Now, wait a minute. I take a moment and I investigate my beliefs, all of which I can't know for sure they're 100% true because they're all in the future, right? They're just fears that I'm resisting to feel because I don't know the answers to them. And so I considered just making a decision. I considered making one decision and sticking with it for six months. And if I don't like it, I can always change it back. But to allow myself time to really be with that new decision without jumping back into what's comfortable. Comfortable is easy. Uncomfortable is challenging. But that's where growth exists in the challenge in being uncomfortable. And so I made a decision. You want to guess what I decided? I decided to stop coloring my hair. I went to the hairdresser last week and told her of my news, and she suggested a shortcut so that when the gray comes in, it wouldn't be as drastic a difference as when it's long. And it's actually a really cute cut. And while I can't really see the gray coming in just yet, I am actually looking forward to that happening and seeing how I feel and preparing myself for the comments or the reactions that I may receive because I know people are going to say things. Whether it's positive or negative, it's okay. They have every right to express their opinions. And it'll be okay because I'm going to expect that. And over time, I'll just decide whether I want to keep it like this or not. But deciding feels great. It feels so much better than being indecisive and being inside of a story that just never ends. So my friends, tell me about you. Have you been in a recent stuck spot that has been going on for a while because you've been stuck on thinking too much and you just can't decide? Can you consider making a decision and sticking with that decision? If you do, I would love to hear how it goes. I'll be posting some pictures on my Facebook page, Shiragura The Stuck Method. If you'd like to follow my journey from brunette to gray, visit me over on my page and give me a like so that you'll be sure not to miss any post. I think it'll be a really interesting journey. I'll post that link in the show notes. My friends, thank you so much for tuning in today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to the Getting Unstuck podcast. It is a privilege to show up each week and share a new story with you. If you would like to deepen your practice in getting unstuck in your life and in your relationships, I highly encourage you to check out the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately journey. It's my group program where we take the ideas of the stuck method and apply them to our lives in a more conscious and intentional way. Head over to my website, shiragura.com to learn more. It's one thing to know the steps to the stuck method. It's another thing entirely to experience this transformation for yourself. Please consider checking it out. I'll see you next week.